me out now. Help me. Help me. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to MF Problems. I'm MF David Deary. Shout out to executive producer Sam Tripoli. We will extensively get into what he does on this podcast because everyone's constantly asking me, what does he do? What's an executive producer do? But first, I want to say thank you so much for, for listening. Thank you so much. You know, it's a slow grind. We're starting from the bottom, and I, I appreciate that, man. I don't want to be on one of those big hype machines. Sure, I could go on Rogan tomorrow, you know what I mean, and suddenly be the new guy. Oh, the new podcast guy. Super funny. Super. But I want to build from the ground up. I want to make sure that you listeners, you right here, the few, the proud, possible Marines, are really just into it, you know? And we're going to build the little fan base. I don't have a name for you guys, you know? You're not, you know, whatever. You're just, you're just people. You know, that like this podcast. So thank you so much. I, I'm i here at the world-famous comedy store in the basement. It's Friday night. It's cracking up there. There's all kinds of comedy going on. And I'm down here with my guest today, also a comedian, actor, does a lot of physical stuff, band leader of the Kill Tony podcast. S- skateboarder? Jeremiah Watkins, everybody. <laughs> Give it up for Jeremiah Watkins. That last credit was questionable. Questionable, it was. I yeah, mean, man. We can get but right you know, but you know what, though, is is I've heard from a lot of people since I've broken a bone skateboarding, I'm officially a skateboarder. I'd stamp it on you, bro. I skated with you, so I I, I give it up, man. You have passion. Oh, dude. You I was, go for I was it, so bro. frustrated that I got injured because you've been helping me out skate a lot lately. And I was making a ton of progress in a very short amount of time. 100%, man. Like, just my skill level was going up tremendously every single week that we were going. I mean, for those that don't know what's going on, I mean, Jeremiah Watkins. Check out his podcast, Jeremiah Wonders. Check him out on Kill Tony. He's hilarious. Me and him have been skateboarding, you know, for a a few few months. months. Yeah, yeah. I got back into it. I used to skate in high school, and... uh, with with Deary pushing me and, and helping me out, I got better than I ever was in high school, which wasn't the, good. And by the way, can I just say I didn't I didn't push him. You know, I, we just went skating. He saw me do a board slide and said, "Man, I want to do that." And I said, "Just yeah, just put just." No, I've been doing board slides forever, for baby. And then the dude starts doing board slides, rock to fakies. Drop, I mean, he th- you did dropping you, in. You did you did he taught me how to rock to fakie. He taught me how to drop in. And uh, how I broke my arm, I just bit off a little bit more than I could chew yeah. on the drop in. I just went a little bit too high because I had adrenaline flow, and I dropped in like five other times, like right before that. I was like, "Oh man, this is great! I can, I can do this!" And then I just, I should have rolled away, man. I you should have. You had it. I mean, you, you, I thought I was surprised. You kind of, you can. Is it on YouTube? Where is that little clip? Is it on yeah, your YouTube? Yeah, man, it's on YouTube. It's on my Instagram. It's Jeremiah Watkins, check out his YouTube. It's called How, how to, to Break, break your, your Arm. <laughs> <laughs> You did a good so job. Dumb. I was, uh, you know, and one of my goals this year is to drop in on vert, like a big, big ramp, you know? So I've been watching a lot of videos, trying to psych myself up. Tony Hawk teaching people how to drop in. Andy McDonald teaching people how to drop in, you know? And the one thing they say is, one thing Andy McDonald said was, when you cra- when you click your tail out there, don't wait, you know? If you start waiting too long, that was pull the, problem the board with me. back, you know? That was the problem with me. I did not, I freaking, you I waited. waited up there forever, yeah. dude. Yeah, you forever. waited. Forever. You waited. And I psyched, psyched myself out, out so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so when you went for it, what happened was you took your foot off. You know, you can see it on the video. You, yeah, you it slid off the front a little slid bit. Slid off the front. You kind of stepped off. You know, and um, I didn't stomp it down enough. You didn't stomp it down, and you didn't. Yeah, you just didn't kind of fully mentally commit. You know, and that's what he says. He says if you're thinking too long, pull the board off, get yourself mentally prepared, put the board out there, smack it right yeah. away. Just go for it. You yeah. know what I mean? So when I when it's time for me to drop it on vert, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. 
I'm, I'm excited to see that, man. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I've already, I got time. You've been progressing a lot yeah. too, man. Yeah, I've been progressing a it's lot. It's been cool to watch. It's, it's been exciting. It's been exciting for me too, man. Because you 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 pick a goal, you know, you're like, I want to get up to that height. And then first, when you, you know, I never really skated pools and stuff like that, you know. When you look at it, that and you're like, oh, that's kind of hard. But you see kids doing it, and you're like, oh, I don't know. And every day, I go every week. I go a couple times a week, and then I start to feel like, okay, I feel a little bit more comfortable, you know. First, it's all, oh, shit. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, last week I hit tile for the first time, you know. Heck yeah. Yeah, it was dope. All right, so I got some things for you. I got some, we got my boy Jeremiah Watkins. I love your podcast, Jeremiah Watkins. It's awesome. It's so well produced, man. So, I, well, first thing I want to ask you is like, you know, help me out here. You know what I mean? I need some help. Uh, I love the segments that you do, you know? Like, give, give me some insight. On to your segment, how you built your segments. Did you do you try to do segments? Do you do you think about them in advance? How do you do? How do you do your segments? Yeah, I have a few different segments that I do on the podcast. I've always liked segments on because I have a background. I started off years ago in Kansas City Morning Radio, so I always enjoyed segments. Like and just like segments make it feel to me like it's like audio sketches kind of in in, in yeah. certain ways. Yeah, depending on what it is. But, yeah, I've got different segments on the show, uh, one of them being the Kindness Challenge, where I, uh, you know, I encourage people to do something nice for either somebody who they know or a complete stranger during the week. It doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be something little. But just like that challenge to kind of keep in the back of your mind, like, uh, you know, if you're on the fence about doing something <laughs> for somebody, go ahead and just do it, and, you know, you'll feel better yeah. uh, about yourself, and it improves your life and that kind of thing. And then uh, I've and got. They can write in. Uh, they can email you. They right? can email me at uh, your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail dot com. Uh-huh. And yeah, I read their stories, and some of the stories are really fascinating that that people uh, share um, on the show. So it's pretty cool. And That's then great. I've got a, a different segment called Sax Talk, where people share a story of a sexual encounter, and I play saxophone underneath. <laughs> so yeah, I just like uh, I thought of those for a while in advance before I started doing them and then uh i've done some segments on the show that you know they only live for one or two episodes but i keep trying different things and then yeah tell me about a segment that bombed have any segments just been like have you even had to edit out segments where you've been like oh that 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 was a dud that was not Not, even worth not necessarily i'll experiment more with uh the segments a lot of times in like the intro like i did this one where i'll probably bring back but i've only done it once where i read in like a like an like in an epic movie voice, uh, iTunes reviews. And, oh, yeah. but I, I pick like the dumbest ones. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. And it's just like kind of fun. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably bring that back. But, uh, yeah, there's not, I can't really think of any that like straight up. The only thing that I've had to, I've had to adjust certain bits, mm-hmm. uh, because like I did this thing called the pizza party where, you know, I eat pizza with a guest and we talk about memory, like a good memory that you've had with pizza. It's super easy, but we were eating actually eating it on the podcast while I was talking to them. I had so many people confu- uh, like, like like really, about really mad about the chewing. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess that's one of the top five irritating things that like, that's like nails on a chalkboard for a lot of people. So yeah. they heard like, you know, my, like, dude, my wife is like, they can't handle it. She, my, my wife, same thing. She's like, no, nope. I'm eating like corn chips, you know, like the, like the, the good, the good corn chips. Yeah. You know? Like, um, not, not, Dor- not Doritos or, you know, the ones that are like hard and crispy and, yeah, and you're like, really fried, <laughs> and they, they, yeah, when, and they're good, and then when you in the yeah bite in them, man, my wife should so just like her skin crawls. She she'll just like well, I'll be in the bedroom, she'll be in the 
you know, in the in the far room, you know, in the living room. It's all the way across the apartment, you know. We have a one bedroom, and then I'll just hear the door close, you know. <laughs> and there's no way to be. I mean, it feels passive aggressive, you know. But I know, I don't know. It's just a funny. It's a funny scene, you know. Yeah. <laughs> chewing, you know, it doesn't bother me. And she's always like, "Oh my god, that girl! Did you hear her chewing?" <laughs> Dude, the, it really gets the, some at people. the barbecue. Did you hear her chewing? She was like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not. I don't hear. I don't listen for people. Yeah, chewing, well, I wasn't you know? tuning into it. I'm looking at her butt. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, like straight dude. Digging that cleave, bro. Come on, man. I'm more concerned about what that butt do, dude. I'm listening. I'm trying to hear the, but dum but dum bum bum. All right, so here's what here's what I'm gonna uh, propose. Right, I think I want you right to pitch me. I want to make a segment. I want you for the show. For the show, okay. Off the top of your head, okay. I didn't give. I didn't give you any time. I know you're a you're an improv guy. You love improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try to. I'll try to try to spit out a, a few. Se- try to pitch a segment. Uh, Let's create a segment. Mustache maintenance comes to mind uh, right off the top. Um, so what's that? I have to. I have to trim my mustache. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. You. Uh, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about your mustache, right? Mostly, is that real? <laughs> Did that come with the glasses? Um, do you do porno? <laughs> Are you a boom operator on a porn set? Some people have actually asked me, "Is that mustache real?" It's such a weird question. Yeah, like, no, I bought a, I, it's a. It's a fake. I put a. Who puts a fake mustache on? Dude, I mean, well, I used. I used to do that. Actually, at, that's a pretty cool thing to do. I used to do that whenever I worked at Starbucks. I would buy uh, mustaches because you weren't allowed to have facial hair except a mustache, and I couldn't grow just a mustache. Right. So, um, I would wear. Uh, and they can't, they literally can't say anything to you. So I'd put these, <laughs> these, mu- <laughs> these mustaches on that were clearly fake. And I right. had customers are like, <laughs> uh, what's up with the mustache? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Right. Like, and just play it. Like, That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I used to, uh, I used to have this mullet wig and it looked, it was like run, Ronnie run. Remember that with the David, David Cross did that little movie, run, Ronnie run. And he had this mullet and I think it was a wig. And, um, I used to wear this mullet wig and it looked it looked totally fake, but it also looked kind of like I might want people to think it's real. And so I wore this jean jacket with, like, Metallica buttons on it and this mullet wig. And I used to, like, go to coffee shops in New York. And I don't know. It was such a weird. <laughs> it's yeah, fun to do stuff it's like fun. that. Yeah, and the same thing. I would just pretend like I thought it was real. And so people, they'd want to be like, <laughs> cool, like, weird but then they kind of look at you and be like, "Is he serious? What is he doing? That's such a fucking weird." Uh, All right, so, mu- so mustache, a couple a, mu- mustache maintenance. That's that's, that's one. No, that's no go. That's but a no that's go. a no go. So, um, no, what I was thinking no. about, you're into skateboarding and you're you're into photography a lot, okay? Yeah. So I was thinking that maybe you could do something where you discuss some new photographers or something that you're into right now that people can kind of follow along with online. Or uh, you could do like a skateboarding thing where people kind of uh, write into the show or tell you basically what they are, the next thing that they're wanting to see you try to accomplish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like on, yeah. uh, like on the skateboard. Like, yo, have you ever done this? Like, right. you can kind of give people the gist of where you're at skill-wise. Yeah. And then they can be like, okay, um, we'll try to do this like for, you know, before the next episode. I like something. that idea. It's But what I'm looking for is something to do with with the with the guest. Oh, with, with the with, guest. With okay. Comics could okay. be funny. All right, I got one for you. Here's mine. I thought of this obviously. I want to do a, a a segment and we're going to do it now. It's called Is You Dumb? 
Is you dumb? Is you dumb? I'm gonna have to. Is you dumb? Is you dumb? I'm gonna have to make like a little segment. Is you dumb with MF David Derry? That could be it. And this is a segment where I ask you simple questions to find out. Is you dumb? Is you dumb? That's fun. I like it. All right, here we go. The center of the Earth is hot. True or false? I I mean, true. Seems like a trick question, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems like a trick question. (laughs) It's not. It's true. Yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm like, wait. What? What? (laughs) Albert Einstein created the theory of... I fill in the blank? Yeah. Mmm... Okay, okay. That Third relativity? There you go. You got it. All right. There it is. Oh, I got it. Okay. Ding, ding. All right. You're not dumb. That was that was actually, like, kind of hard. Now, I wouldn't say it's hard. Theory of relativity, Albert Einstein. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were thinking of the theory of everything, that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess, I guess, well, I'd have to do multiple choice. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it might be good. It might. I think it's good to do because here's the thing. What what I liked about the true or false is there's that feeling of am I making the wrong decision right, because right. it seems like such a simple question. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of those questions on who wants to be a millionaire, like those hundred dollar or five hundred dollar or even thousand dollar questions, there some of them you're like it just can't be that, can it? Right. Right. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best one I had. All right. I don't have that many questions, but it's just a good... I think that's going to be... Uh, that'll be a segment. Yeah, dude. We're workshopping segments. I dig it. Okay. Maybe I'll do one more. Um, uh, Name five states. Name five states? Yeah, five states. Okay. I think that it should be... Uh, for somebody, this should be a timed thing. Because, okay, I mean, everybody... Name five states in 10 seconds. California, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Idaho, Utah, Washington. You know? Yeah. <laughs> too easy but that's good the idea is that it's easy you know what i mean because right because you you isn't dumb the theory of relativity that was actually like that's pretty that's like a that's i wouldn't say it's a hard question but it's a that's the harder dumb per- person that, question. that's an easy that's a, that's an if you got that wrong i wouldn't i guess do you know anything about the theory of relativity not really it's i know more about einstein like you know that he like couldn't tie his shoes and random stuff like that i didn't even know that i didn't know that yeah about him. Uh, he was tortured f- about war. He didn't like war. Yeah. And then he helped build the, With the atom bomb, right? The bomb, yeah. Tortured Cray. soul. A theory of relativity is like, I don't know much. I don't know just like the basic concept is like when things are moving, they move at a relative speed to other th- certain things or whatever. Like, for instance, if you're, in a, if you're on the back of a truck and the truck's driving 60 miles an hour, right? And you're standing next to the truck, right? And I throw a ball at you, a baseball. Yeah. And you're off the truck, right? Mm-hmm. The ball is still moving. The move, the ball. It's like it's that. This is basically the general concept. You see how hard it is to understand. Well, you know, you, you know, it's making me think of a segment that could be good for this tying off of the bounce off. This is like you have somebody like okay, 
the theory of relativity. You and I have to together explain what it is, That's and so then good. I have a fact check, like what it actually is. That is so good. Because then you could do, you could go back and you could do, dude, you could do historical dates. You could do, yes, like different events in history. You could do science. You could do health. There's so many different also, things. It, it, it's that's perfect because. And it's going to be funny because you're yeah. also going to – you're really going to challenge a lot of – especially comedians and different yeah. people like that to be like, I don't – like when you think about it, you f you do not retain a lot of the information that we studied in high school oh, or sure. college or whatever. For sure. Like especially and, like historical stuff. And and it's like – um yeah, it, explain to me like uh, you know, there's all kinds of like government things that, yeah. that like like you know, w what is a senator? What's the you know? I don't know. Like what? what like is, what are the conspiracies behind the JFK assassination or exactly, something like that? And then exactly, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. well, I heard this and yeah, this yeah. and. You know what's crazy? Our friend Brett Banta, his grandfather shot JFK. <laughs> no, hired the guy who shot JFK, not to kill JFK, in his actual job. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald actually worked in that building. Oh, weird. That he, mm -hmm. where he shot JFK, where mm -hmm. he quote unquote shot JFK. He worked in that building, and our friend, the comedian Brett Banta, yeah. his grandfather hired him. He hired Lee Harvey Oswald uh, to do the job that he was doing in that building. Weird. So he ran that building. He's from. Uh, uh, Did you see that James Franco? That's from Texas. Uh, whatever that like mini series with James Franco, no. where he goes back in time and. Pineapple Express. <laughs> exactly, dude. That was dope. Uh, no, he goes back in time. Yeah, to try to fix the assassination. Like what? Like because he wants his mom to like hook up with JFK or why? Like no, I what's forget, the big deal? I forget the reason why, why does JFK he goes back have in to time? live. Because he thinks that America would have been completely different place if it he, if, yeah. yeah, if he would have lived. Yeah. So because he would have fucked all our moms. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is you dumb? I like that, dude. Is you dumb is fun. I, and I like the idea that um, I'm, I like the idea of like explaining something. You know what I mean? Like that's a great one. Explain the theory of relativity. Also, it's one of those things too where where you can clearly like you guys both start off. Like kind of like seriously, and then it just starts getting like you start riffing on right. you know making it's like stuff making up. stuff up yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's where like the funny comes in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, when I lived in Europe, it was so hilarious to try to explain football, like American football. Oh, I bet to European people who've never watched it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever tried to explain football to people who've never watched? No, you football? cannot use your your hands in it's football. It's insane. It's such a fucking unless you're a, unless you're a goalkeeper. It's no. such a crazy complex sport. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? There's yeah, how many people <laughs> on the field with helmets and why do they always? This is the question they always ask. Why do they stop? What do they 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 run? They run, then they fall down, then they stop, yeah, and then the commercial, and then they come back. It and seems like a lot of breaks. They run and then they stop. And then every time, every two seconds, I think, yes, go, run, stop. Is why not, you stop? Not good enough shape? Is that the <laughs> end or what's going on here? That's so funny. And why is it predominantly one race? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not computer. I mean, that's the same in uh, European football. Um, That's why they, anyway. Have you watched the World Cup? No. It's been great. It's been a really good World Here's Cup. Here's been fun. Yeah, it's been really good. The games have been awesome. I love when they um when they show... Uh, they, they show they, there's like videos of people in England 
it's like when England wins and then everyone's like throwing beer in the air and all excited and shit. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome that they show the video when show those guys when the team loses. Yeah. That's the real shit. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. When beer goes into their wife's face and they yeah, kick their dogs and they yeah. start break, <laughs> they start breaking furniture and shit. That's the videos that people want to see. Did you ever used to play soccer? Uh, when I was a kid, like a couple years. Dude, I, I loved it. I, I played for years. I was horrible at sports when I was a kid. I was, I was great, man. I tried everything, but um, <laughs> I really wanted to play basketball. And then I played basketball every year until it was like, you know, when it's like everyone. Oh, and it changes over where you're like, oh, there's people who are taking this so seriously and like, they're phenomenal. Well, the first year they cut people, I got cut. Yeah. So. And then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. They, they, I, they, I had to play. And then I played like exactly the amount of minutes that they, that you'd have, you know the what I mean? Minimum like, the minimum required to put every kid in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liked it. I still liked the, the practices were fun. And I don't, I don't know. I wasn't very good at, uh, I wasn't very good at sports. Mm. All right. Here's the next, the next, uh, the next gimmick i got for you all right are you ready ready dude all right so you're a band leader of the kill tony band yeah and uh every week you do different characters yep now i've pitched a few characters to you and and i don't believe any of my characters have ever got on <laughs> so, do you remember some of the ones that you pitched i remember one specific and it's still i'm gonna pitch you some characters okay, great now, oh dude i love and it it's in there because um, i might use them who knows i'm, I'm, I'm that's my goal one of my goals is to get. That I can get one of, one of them on. Well, if, my goal is to get every single one of these. On, okay, you know? great. Let's goal, hear them. My goal is to tell people. Yeah, you know, a lot of times uh, when you see those characters, it's it's my idea. You know, yeah, I, I'd yeah, like yeah. to be your character guy. You uh -huh. know, I'd love to be that behind the scenes character guy. I mean, imagine that. You know, just going to the Playboy Mansion and people are looking at me like, I think that you know who that is. That's <laughs> that's Jeremiah Watkins. Like you know, when he was the king, yeah, that was his idea. <laughs> Like you know, like an art director almost. Sure. For those that don't know, Kill Tony. I mean, people must know it. It's a great live podcast every week. It's almost like the Gong Show. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, comedians sign up uh, for a chance to do sixty seconds on stage in front of a, a comedy panel, and basically, I'm uh, part of the band uh, with uh, Chris Dillon and Joel Jimenez, and we commit to different characters every single week, and we have to improvise and stay in those characters. Uh, for the rest of the episode, right, and you know, and sometimes I don't know about how many times, but at the f the fifth year anniversary, you did like we did best we of. did costume changes. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. it was wild. Yeah, that man, was that was that was a great time. You were Joe Rogan. Uh huh. So you had like a um, you had like a haircut, like a like a cap. Oh, on. dude, I had a I had was a, insane. I had a professional makeup artist come to my house and spent a few hours with me before I went to the comedy store. I saw you for like I took photos backstage. I saw you for like uh, a few minutes. Yeah. And then somebody said, uh, I saw Jeremiah was uh, Joe Rogan. And I go. Dude, he, he fucking shaved his head for that shit. <laughs> I thought you shaved your head. A lot of people did. A lot wild. of people did. Dude, it did. looked so good. No, they, dude, did because they did shading and everything. Where did all your hair go, though? So Up what they did? Yeah. So what they do is, uh, they they slicked my hair back, yeah. okay, and they, uh, kind of tapered it to my neck. Right. So I had a full bald cap on, and then there was prosthetics that went down, like you know. Uh, halfway up my forehead kind of thing. Wow. And then the prosthetic went all the way down the back of my T-shirt on my neck. Oh. So by, that's why by the end of the show, it, uh, I got so hot that the, my hair started popping out on the sides of the cap because the prosthetic started to literally like melt away. I see. From me doing costume changes and just getting hot and playing sax and all that stuff. 
Wow, that's crazy. So yeah. you had an actual makeup artist. Yeah. What a commitment. Dude, it was... Uh, that must have been so fun, though. It was so fun. I, I've wanted to do something like that for a long time. Uh, I've never gotten anything done like that, prosthetic-wise, for a character. And I was... You know, I was geeking out. I was having so much fun because it looked dope. Like, yeah, it I was looked like, awesome. This is crazy. And you were doing a character of Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan was on the show. That I was mean, like the funniest dude, shit. Dude, it was, you know, I, I, I grew up um, being a, a super fan of Saturday Night Live, and some of my favorite moments on SNL ever are when somebody's doing an impression of a celebrity on Weekend Update, and then they wheel out the actual celebrity, yeah. and they have to do the impression in front of them. And I was like... I'm going to do this. I'm hoping that he likes this. This could really backfire on me if he doesn't like it, you know, but I'm just going to go for it. And yeah. And he loved it. He right? loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was really cool about yeah. it. Like we talked after the show and he was, yeah, but I, you know, I, I didn't say anything that was like, like offensive about him or anything. I just tried to stay. No, but truly. you had the elk and you had yeah, the bow and arrow. I, I you, just you parody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was getting some jabs in yeah, there. Yeah. So but just, I mean, he can take it. He's oh, a, of course. I he's mean, he's amazing. Boy. Yeah, he's, he's, he knows. Everything he, was done out of love. Yeah. And I think that he could yeah, see that. He, he gets it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, look who he's friends with, you know, Ian Edwards and Tony Hinchcliffe and Ari. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's of like course. He obviously has a twisted sense of humor like <laughs> like, like, uh, like the people he hangs out with, you know, Tom and Bert and all those guys. Sure. So that that was awesome, like to see you doing that, and like, uh, yeah, that was it. Was, it just looked amazing, and like, yeah, that was you guys were having fun. So anyway, I, I'm gonna pitch you some future kill, uh, kill Tony characters. Okay. All right. What about Freddie Mercury from Queen? Okay. Actually, um, Joel would probably be a better Freddie Mercury. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be a Queen movie soon. There's gonna be a Queen movie soon. So here's the thing that that d now do you want me to to tell you why I like certain ones and why I don't? Hundred percent. Okay. Right away, I don't like that one. Okay. Because right away, I'm thinking about Chris and Joel as well, and myself. I'm like, okay, who are the other two guys going to be? First off, right. I mean, are they just members of Queen? I guess that could, but that's not a distinct character trait for them to kind of you know, embellish for an, it's a 90 minute thing. Yeah. So, and Freddie Mercury is like, it could be funny, but I don't know how many really like, like how well you could improvise doing like comedy stuff under that for 90 minutes. I got you. So a lot it's of, it's a little allure, bit harder one. It's a lot, hard. A you, lot of the allure of the, of the, um, of the bit is like also knowing sustainability of, of what it's, what's going to be funny. Oh, how you're going to sure. interact with people. All right. I got a good one for you. We're going to go right in. I got so many. So I, I okay, go great. right into one that I guarantee will be hilarious. I don't know how anyone else will deal with it. That's the only thing, but I know what you could be, or you could all be the same thing. You could all be, uh, the racist white women who calls the cops on black people. Uh, all you need is a pillow up in your up in your gut. Right. A pillow. You have the long hair and those those shitty those Oakley sunglasses, and a phone, and then like you know, let's say Ian Edwards is on, you know, or uh, Byron Bowers, uh, you know, and then you just you call the cops on them, you know. Anytime <laughs> there's a black, someone pulls the out of the name out of the bucket, and it's it's a black person. So I th so I'll you, tell you this. You call the cops. They I think that that's very funny. I right away I'm like, okay, that's funny. But I'll go back to this feels more like a uh, a bit rather than like, what is that? What is the point of view of that woman for the rest of the show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if what if you get a bunch of white comics up there? It's just like 
then you have th- there's a lot of that's left to the imagination of who is this person yeah which um certain characters are easier to do because people are familiar they're more familiar with them mm. and since that was like an internet kind of sensation that happened those like co- kind of like more like a meme i don't think that that character has the longevity that something else uh might have right does that make sense no of course yeah it would be it, like i think right. that it works but i th- uh, but it's hard to it whenever there's not familiarity yeah there because some people some people have no idea still even though that was a huge thing that happened on the internet yeah they'll still have no idea yeah but like let's say you know like you brought up the king character yeah. everybody knows what a king is yeah. everybody has seen a king in some kind of uh, movie or they've read about kings so they have at least some kind of context so that the playground for that is huge yeah because like it's it's like an endless well so of, generic stuff is great like have you guys ever been break dancers uh no 80s b-boys you know that would i mean be a that'd good be a one. great one yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. you could you know cornrow your hair sure come out with cardboard you know in between things you could you could oh yeah you could break dance you could have like a latino you know you and could what's have, funny like, about a that Bronx is accent yeah that the, those characters like Dookie have a lot Gold, of attitude yeah, behind them Dookie you know what Gold i mean chain <laughs> yeah. you know and then it, you know if there's comic that bombs you could be like yo man that dude didn't even have no swag right son. see now nah, that that we could play around with a lot all right, I'll, that's a you know that's just, a possibility that's off the top of the dome. Pick, All right, you there know? you go, man. Uh, one that I like, uh, one that I'm thinking about that I think it would be really funny. These these I got two that are kind of the same. Uh, one would be alt right free speech organizers demanding to be able to hold their "What's so bad about a white person saying the n word?" rally. You know, like these alt right kind of right. You know what I mean? We like, did we did some uh, we did some white trash characters that. Uh, were kind of racist and that kind of goes under that sure. umbrella you can definitely like if we did alt-right characters that is something that's very different from proud white boys. trash yeah oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah proud boys yeah 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 um, not, not not nazis but you know nazis you know pretty very, much yeah, yeah. yeah very very yeah yeah but, but not nazis but i mean you know just hey well what's wrong with saying the n-word We're, what what's the big deal what 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 are you what are you what are you soft well why are you such a pussy man Huh? Why are you such a pussy? You don't like the N-word? Huh? Pussy? That was like 200... Slavery wasn't even that bad, man. You had two hots and a cot, you know? Those guys. Not, yeah, so this is what I'll say about that character, or like my, what my gut tells me right away. There has to be a certain likability a little bit Oh, you can't some play of the villains? You no, can't... no, we can play villains, but right. with villains... The reason why people are drawn to villains is there's still some kind of relatability or there's some kind of likable factor right. in any villain. Yeah. I mean, people love Darth Vader, even though he, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, they love the, the mobsters, you know, like, that you played the mobsters. Right. I, like, I was, you know, we, like, and, uh, like I was, I was calling, yeah, that's a calling a villain kind of character. And, uh, you know, I was threatening people and yeah. uh you know calling women in the audience whores who are speaking <laughs> out of turn and stuff like that yeah so but there's like a i, I don't know there, there's certain qualities within the characters that are redeeming that you're like oh this guy's just you know one to fit in or this guy's one to just you know be a part of something or right, i here, don't know here's one tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist that's a great one I've actually, we've actually thought about doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All you need is tinfoil hats. No, that's great. It's good. No, and that, then just look that, up tons of conspiracy theories. Yeah, that one I could see us doing. Yeah, that's that a one, good one. That one has the strongest case for me so far. 
pro wrestlers, in particular uh, Hulk Hogan, for you? Well, we we've done that uh, a couple times. Oh, now. you have? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've done it a couple times. You've now. done pro wrestlers? Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, um, so we did Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, uh, The Undertaker, and Joel. He was Goldberg. Oh, and, like that's Joel awesome. Berg, Goldberg. You I know? got you. All yeah. right. Well, there you go. I need to watch more Kill Tony. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Some uh, you know we'll get tweets and, you've probably and done different the founding, messages. You've probably done the Founding Fathers, right? Uh, we done Abe Lincoln. Yeah, we yeah we oh, did, you did the, Abe Lincoln. I yeah, saw I did that. Abe Lincoln yeah, a long that. time ago. I remember that. Um, yeah. And what about uh, what about Tony Hawk in the Bones Brigade? Joel could be uh, Steve Caballero, um, and uh, Chris could be uh, Mike McGill. I mean, or Lance Mountain. I mean, you're a good Tony Hawk, though. You know, you just need a yeah, pretty much. Or he we, could be Christian Asoy. We did so we did extreme sports guys once, okay. uh, which that's the thing. Like, it's a little bit easier to uh, whenever you generalize a little bit. Yeah, Not like yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. want to go super broad, but whenever yeah. it's more just like like a character who enjoys skateboarding rather than like a lot of people only know Tony Hawk out of the three guys that you named. You yeah, know you what should I mean? just be Tony Hawk and they should be like Tony Hawk's like. Uh, but here's the thing cronies. with Tony Hawk. Even though people know the name. They're not super familiar with his voice necessarily. Sure, it's sure. more his likeness, yeah. which is another thing that will play against you if you're trying to get people to kind of like instantly identify with a character. So a character has to be like super famous and everyone has to know exactly who they are or it has to be like generic and or, like a general well, idea. Well, the generic is, yeah, is more like the kind of what kind of they are, but when the characters are good, you're actually getting very specific with in their field of what they do and how they talk and what kind of life they lead. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Because that's the difference between, okay, so, I mean, this is getting very, like, <laughs> uh, nerdy as far as, like, the character talk goes and stuff like that. But you mentioned that that meme character, okay? Yeah. That, that to me, is a super one-dimensional character mm -hmm. because it's a one-note joke because mm -hmm. you pitch like the like the black guys coming up and you know like fake uh, you know fake calling the cops on on them whenever they come up that's like a one note joke where like somebody like the uh you know even though it's a little bit of a caricature the the like the mobster guys that we recently played yeah. or the magicians or whatever yeah you have like you can kind of see those guys living in a world outside of just the joke that you're setting up does yeah, that make yeah. sense yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. be like okay like if they start talking about like their family and stuff like that or different situations, but like that's, maybe I believe that's, them. But maybe that's, but, but maybe that's to bring it back to the lady, the racist lady. Maybe that's what makes it cool. You could turn her into like a real person, where she's like, yeah, no, there's definitely ways to you know do what it. I, mean? I think I, it's I'm just not, more. I'm not racist. I am not. I just if they don't have a permit, right? You know, it's not because they're black. No, there's definitely ways to do it. It's just what. Yeah, it's just not. Instantly, maybe not as funny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe necessarily. It's it might be a little bit more work, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and it to might make also it, it might also just be a little bit too uh, inside or something like that. Mm -hmm. What about Kiss? You guys ever thought about being Kiss? Would kiss? be great. Kiss would, kiss would be. Uh, we we did, dude. One of my favorite ones that are like it was forever ago. Um, not forever ago. But it was it was an episode a long time ago. Pat, Joel, and I were the Beastie Boys, and everything that that we said for jokes, Pat and I said in unison. The That's entire awesome. episode, That's like, awesome. and we like, you know, like, kind of harmonized our our voices to to, to sound kind of sound kind of different, you know, yeah, like, yeah. 
And uh, okay, like but you guys were the Beastie Boys, like fight for your right to party. Beastie right. Boys, right, we're that era. Because one of my pitch, the the only pitch I remember was intergalactic Beastie Boys. <laughs> I, I I pitched that a while ago. It's still on my list of of things that I think you guys could be. Sure. Where they wear, you know, the the white uh, radioactive suits. Yeah, yeah, intergalactic, yeah. Intergalactic, and then you could just come out like, we're the Beastie Boys. We're the Beastie Boys. You know, I don't know how they do the same thing where you like do all the jokes together but in a different like yeah beastie boy you know i don't know how they did that but yeah so you guys were the fight for your right to party beastie boys. yeah that's those, that was super fun those are the fucking greatest beastie boys oh man, man they're the best versions man. man i wish i could have seen them the no sleep till brooklyn's the you know that shit was i was i guess they're a little bit older than us but man i remember well i'm older than you how old are you 29 oh yeah so yeah i was a kid dude, uh, when that came out dude uh so whenever i worked at this uh alt rock uh radio station in kansas city they would do this thing where they would basically update my music library and knowledge because i they found out after i started working there that i knew like nothing about music history i only like listened to like certain oldies and different stuff like i didn't know anything about like rock and roll right so it was a segment they they would keep doing where they would update my knowledge with different you know artists like have you heard these guys or whatever so they introduced me to uh run dmc right i never heard of them right and i was like oh man they sound like uh like kind of like black beastie boys and they're like <laughs> oh my god they're like what you just said they're like no 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 no. like everything that the beastie boys you know do is because of run dmc i'm like right. oh you That's know i was great. just like what you know back then what people would consider a millennial just you know n not knowing like of course different stuff it's like when you see it's gary shandling show and you yeah. think like oh this this is like curb your enthusiasm you of know course. and it's sure. like you, you know or you watch a mel brooks movie and you're like oh this guy's like larry david I man. Know. this guy's so much like larry david it's crazy yeah. yeah i mean everything's everything's got its uh you know run dmc was the first tape i ever owned run dmc raising hell and i had the beastie boys tape when it I kind of miss tapes sure. sometimes. Me too, man. Like in the just car. Just because, yeah, just because I, I like, I like, uh, you know, cassette tapes and I like uh, VHS tapes because, dude, you could just throw those things around and they wouldn't get scratched or anything like that and full quality still. Yeah. I like tapes because I kind of miss having to listen to the whole album. Yeah, not the yeah. You just set it, and you had to just like play it out. Like you know? if you like, it, it's more time consuming to fast forward or rewind or right, whatever. Right, you just, just it's go, like you ah, just, just play like, it from the beginning, you know, whatever. And then also, and then the the albums that were like good were just so good, and people had to put albums together. You yeah, know what I mean, and now people don't have to put great albums together. They make three or four like great songs and throw a couple fillers on there, and it's like, hey, if you don't like them, just don't put them on your iPod. Who cares? You know, it's so. Just the way that music is consumed now is so different, and I, I, I honestly like, I, you know, it's, I'm on some old man like get off my lawn shit, but it's like I hate Spotify. I can't stand like these streaming things that kind of like, you know, you start out listening to Dr. Dre and you end up listening to like Kendrick Lamar, sure, or like it just kind of yeah, that that it's, Pandora kind of vibe where it's just sucks. like floating all over the place. It funnels you to like whoever the fuck they want to like pitch at you you know what i mean they end up selling you on their artists yeah youtube is constantly like pushing you in a certain direction to like oh yeah but 
You ever like see those like they just pop up a video where you're like, if you like this, the then you, you should be watching this. Why? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. But it, then you see that it's like a YouTube produced thing, and you're like, oh, of course you have the power. Yeah. Why not steer people and you can steer them in any direction yeah. you want. You know, dude. Yeah, I'm very excited to release this Reagan and Watkins album that we've been working on. Oh because yeah, it's so like that's a, the next thing you're working on a Reagan and Watkins. Yeah, it's, it's done, like right? a full. Yeah, it's being mixed right now. So. Hell yeah. And then we'll give notes and go back and forth. So it's still a little bit of ways out, but we've recorded it. And, uh, you know, we're proud of every track on that album. Yeah, so you guys put a lot of work into it. Yeah, you know, that's so we're, we're really stoked for, for people to listen to that once it that's comes great. out. That's great. Yeah. And where, where, where will that be? Dude, we're going to do... Tapes? Mm, no, we're going to do... We are going to do some hard copy CDs. You should do some and limited we're gonna run do, tapes. We're going to do some limited run vinyl. Oh, that's nice. Vinyl's yeah. nice. yeah. Uh, but have a look at tapes. I mean, it's just you could dude, do. You it, could do fifteen tapes. Vinyl though is has gotten popular enough where people still have that in their house. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, pretty yeah. rare for people to have because like it is. A dude gave me some cassettes at some shows in Portland, and I I was stoked. And I've literally asked multiple friends so I could try to listen to it, and nobody has. That's it. awesome. That's the best thing, you know. Now you don't know if his music's good. You just had to assume that it's this good. Is a mystery artist, man. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. There's not a lot of that going on right now. Mm-hmm. That's that's another thing that I just fucking can't stand. You know, I was watching a skate video on uh, on Thrasher. You know, sure. And somebody was like in the comments. It's always the first thing. Oh, what's that song? I mean, the song's usually in the credits. First off. Secondly, you can Shazam the song. Thirdly, if you're lazy, you ask what the song is in the comments, and then 20 people tell you what the song is. Yeah. But no one knew what the song was. So there was this, honestly, 45 comments about the fucking song. Like, dude, I need this song. I want this song. What is this song? People just comment instead of search, you know? But I was stoked. I was like, yeah, they can't find the song. Those dudes were like, I searched for it. I Google searched. I, like, listened to the words 10 times. I Google searched the words. I Shazammed it. I, I, I checked it in my data, and I'm like, yes, that's what life is about for me, you know? That's what underground shit is about, you know? You don't know who the what the – you know, I used to hear songs and be like a car would drive by. You'd hear a song like, oh, what was that? I've yeah. no, I'll never know, you know? And yeah. then 10 years later, you're like, oh, that was LL Cool J. Crazy. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> All right, last thing, you know, last thing about you um, is you have this great show called uh, Stand Up on the Spot. Yes. And uh, you do it once a month. True or false? I do it every second Tuesday of the month in the belly room. And it's uh, – how long have you been doing that for? Dude, over seven years now. Seven years. Yeah, this, incredible. Uh, this August uh, – is it August? Either August or September will be eight years. It's incredible. Show around wow. Los Angeles, yeah. Damn, you've been doing that show almost as long as I've been doing comedy. Yeah. Same time, too. August is my And basically, comedians go up with no prepared material, ask the audience for suggestions, and the audience yells stuff out, and then you have to create stand-up on the spot in the moment. That's amazing. Can't be a part of your act. It has to be, you know, just shooting from the hip. Do people slip into their act? I mean, sometimes they must. You know what? I mean, it becomes a little bit more rare. I haven't had it in a long time because people really like the challenge of the show. I mean, I'm grateful that the guys like uh, Joe Rogan um, are like, you know, kind of regulars of the show yeah where he likes to do it because he farms for material it's like a great like he's gotten multiple bits that he's putting on his specials because he's just organically gone in with like like an empty slate and just been like what can i work on like what can i do if i follow the path of the show where it's a hundred percent just do you, organically you know any coming of off the, the bits top. off the top of your head like you're like oh this bit on his special is from no it's from uh not he p- 
put one, I think, on his last special that he did. But he said he's got a couple that are coming out on this one that he just uh, oh, right, taped for Netflix. Lately, he's really been because lately it. he's been yeah. doing a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's is the next one coming up? Is the next one with Eric Andre? Or was that our? That no, that's happened? Tuesday. The next one uh, has Eric Andre, Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub, Chris Stefano, Megan Gailey, and myself. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's in the belly room. Like, dude, yeah, I, it's crazy. It sold out that day. Like, it hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Rogan is already like a massive draw, but but Eric Andre doesn't do shows that often. He doesn't do them. Yeah, and I remember when he did the fish taco show one time. Do you know that show? Yeah, like in Encinitas or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los yeah, yeah. Feliz, he, and it was announced that he did the, and I, you know, I go out there and hang out sometimes. I went out there and hang out, and there was 10 times the amount of, it's of always course. A, it's always a packed show. There was people hanging off of the, off of the, yeah, the he, fences, he hasn't, man. uh, he, sh- he, you know, he shoots stuff so much. He, he, he doesn't do that many shows where he like will announce it, you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping he, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Last couple of times he's had to to back out because he had shoots that came up or something. I was like, oh man, there's the last time he like he dropped out the last time um, I booked him, and uh, and like people like I said it on the show. I'm like, Eric Andre's not coming tonight. People are like, oh, like they're like a big grown yeah, by go. Yeah. But Bill Burr is here, oh, ladies my and gentlemen. God. Bill Burr and people are like freaked out and they're like, okay, that's cool, that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Well, this time if he doesn't show up, I'll do it. And Perfect, then people man. Will be and I think psyched. people will get really excited, man. Yeah, people will get excited, and you know, I've had. Are you from MF Problem, it's dude? Been, it's been an uphill battle all my life, and always in the shadows of some kind of Eric Andre. You know, in high school there was the star quarterback. His name was Eric Andre. It's the same Eric Andre, and uh, you know, he he just he beat me up a lot, and uh, he wedged me. <laughs> And uh, and now he's funnier than I am, and uh, he's really great. And uh, so uh, you know, let's end it with uh, let's end it with uh, let's do a little stand up on the spot. You know, why don't I give you a suggestion and you, and you? Oh boy, give us a taste. You know, how about oh boy. this? Uh, star quarterback. Is that how they do it? How do they do it? Yeah, somebody could yell. I've out. never been to the show because it's always so sold out. I come, I get to the door, and they're always like, "Who? Do you have a ticket?" No, I'm friends with Jeremiah. They're like, "No, you're not." Not tonight, you're not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my the people who run my show do not treat people like that. <laughs> they'd be no, like, they'd be like, okay, cool, come on, yeah. I never come. I might come Tuesday because I love Eric Andre and I love Joe Rogan and I love you. <laughs> Tell me, so what do the people? What do the people say? They can literally be anything. Well, they, would they say start? Yeah, somebody start could yell quarterback and start then quarterback. Go, go for it. Go for and it. And then riff with me. Okay, let's start rapping. Let's start going back and forth and see. Let's yeah, riff if we can together. Come up. Yeah, yeah. Uh okay so star quarterback instantly um I don't th- like right off the top of my head they're never as good looking in real life as they are in the movies that's <laughs> the, true the star quarterbacks that's true like yeah of course you got your Tom Brady's and your Brett Favre but he's or whatever. not that they're not that good looking when you compare them to really good looking people right they're kind of weird looking dudes exactly with fifty million dollars a year yeah that man. makes them a lot and they're the confidence of winning Super uh, dude, Bowls and I think the confidence is really what's really what is sexy to women fuck yeah dude like dude <laughs> dude have you ever seen a confident ugly dude <laughs> yeah Look, dude m- that's how joe rogan man he's <laughs> super confident I'm not, going down <laughs> I'm not going down that path uh but no a lot of women comics, find but- women find confidence very sexy but- and you'll see dudes pulling women that are way out of their leagues 
course. Because they've got that swagger about like them. A, like, I would say comics are really up on that, too. They're well aware of that. Mani- oh, dude. Manipulation there through confidence. There are guys who are comics who are really gross-looking that, you know, the the women that they date, I, like, it just it doesn't make sense. Are you but, talking about Pete Davidson? I need names here, you dude. know what I mean? <laughs> I need names. He doesn't want to drop names. You know, you got stuff to lose. I don't have anything to lose. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy, though, that Pete is uh, dating our, or engra- engaged uh, Ariana Grande. You know, know what's crazy? Huh. His last girlfriend. Who was his last girlfriend? Larry David's daughter. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, too. That's crazy. It's crazy that he, I mean, come on, man, really? I mean, I mean good for Ar- him, dude. That's awesome. I mean, Ariana Grande is hot, but that's wild. Like, wouldn't you want LD to be your dad? I mean, the dude, coolest father-in-law ever. I would never give that up. That's I so would, cool. I would, Cassie David, if you're listening, <laughs> Larry David, come Dave on. Dave Deary will divorce his wife and start dating you. Larry, well, my wife would know that that would, you know, LD, mm-hmm. going to a Dodgers game with LD and being like, yo, dad, what's up, man? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's go to the Dodgers game. Yeah, but anyway, star, so they they yell out star quarterback. The show sounds awesome. I mean, I need to come check it out because I've never I've never seen it. So I literally have no idea, like, is it, you know, does it get a bit wonky at times? Or Yeah, that's soft? what's fun about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what's fun, right? That's what I would yeah, expect. Yeah, you, you see some, you know, you see, you usually don't see comics struggling at the level of the lineups that, you know, this show yeah. gets. And you see the ups and downs in their set. It's really fascinating to watch, especially as a comedy fan. If you're any kind of comedy fan, yeah. to me, it's kind of like a wet dream for comedy fans. They're like, I got to see this guy's process in front of me. Yeah. You never get to see that. You never get an insight into how somebody's brain works right in front of you. And You'll see riffing or occasional crowd work yeah. where you're like, oh, that was clever. That's cool. But not like there. you see the actual gears grinding and trying to find the funny in the topic that's been yelled out to them, you know? This is the truest— uh, It's the, the purest. It's the truest new material night you can get. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? And how long do they do? You know, because it's, it's difficult to be well, funny in seven minutes, you know what I mean? I mean, most people do—like, uh, I try to give them, like, eight to ten minutes. Yeah, eight because to ten minutes, that's Rogan tough. will do a little bit longer. He'll do, like, 25. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of people— are there to see him and and they and also his style different people's style it helps if they get a little bit more time rogan is a ranter Mm -hmm. you know that's Mm -hmm. how he finds material that's his process yeah uh you know i've had other i've had like one-liner comics on they can do a six minute or eight minute set and that's plenty of time for them you know what i mean it's it's so or you know guys like steve simone they're storytellers they need a little bit more time yeah yeah, yeah, to, to let their uh, stuff breathe and stuff like that. So, who was your favorite people to have on? Like, who are some of your favorite people to have on? So, some of my favorites that come to mind, honestly, Eric Andre is one of them. Rory, Rory Scovel is one of them. Todd Glass. Uh, oh, Todd's you know. so funny. Uh, Jesse May Peluso is really fun. Um, you know, Bobby Lee. He's done it only a few times, but like, and he says he that he bombs doing it, but he's it's so great. Like, yeah. Like, I like seeing guys. I either like seeing people who are really comfortable riffing doing it, like Rory, or guys like Bobby that you see their act and every word is the yeah. same every time you see them. Yeah. So to see them off script and just playing and following the format, that's it's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. I would like to watch Bobby do it. It's amazing. It's every, so fun. Yeah, you know, I'm sure he he probably doesn't like to do it because he's just so in the pocket with his material. Dude, that he it, hates it. He's so used to like just destroying that like – if, if he's not killing, he, he hates it. By the way, I beat Bobby at FIFA last week. That was so fun. Was he infuriated? 
Well, he doesn't know me that well. You know what I mean? We're not like oh, okay. we're not that close. So yeah. he was very. I think he was mad, and and I said, "Hey, nice game." I went to shake his hand. He goes, "I I really need to process this right now, and I'll be." He r- plays I'll all be, of the time. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I gotta. I'll be right back. And I go, "All right." And then I was like, I just thought he was gonna bounce, you know. And then he, and then I I went upstairs and I was like, "Oh, tell people, I mean, yeah, I be Bobby at FIFA. Yeah, it was awesome." And then he goes, "Come on, get back down here." He went to get a drink and he's like, "Come on, let's go. I'm gonna." We're gonna play again, and then he beat me. You know, then he was. Then it was cool. You know, then he yeah. was like, "Nice game." <laughs> that's. I mean, that's exactly how I deal with competition. I'm just like, oh, "Okay, you beat me. Okay, let's go again real quick." Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Sure. It was great. It was awesome. That was one of my big dreams: beating Bobby Lee at FIFA. Heck yeah, man! That was awesome. Well, cool, man. Anything else? You know, here's a segment that I'd like to have. Here's a segment. I think this is a good segment too. Plug someone else's shit. Tell me, tell me who's out there that you really like. No, oh, that's have, a great dude. That, that's that, a great thing. That you have no, you have thing. no affiliate. It can be anything, you, and it can be more than one thing. Just give us, give us something to check into. What are you? What's interesting to you? What are you enamored by? What are you? What are you on the jock of? Who do you like? What do you like? What can you plug? Plug someone else. Do it. Oh man, there are so many comedians worthy of. Doesn't have of to this. even be comedians. It can be anybody. It can be anything. Photographers. It can be. I'll tell you one thing that I will plug. It's a podcast called Trump, uh, Trump Inc. Mm-hmm. It's done by, um, I think Politico or, or NPR or somebody, and it's basically a compilation of all Donald Trump's businesses and business transactions, pre-election and up until now. And there are just it's just a solid investigation into all of his businesses. So you, it, and it's it's deep, and it's dark, and it's. It's amazing. It's intriguing, and it just really feels like this guy's a money launderer. So that's that's really interesting. Uh, you know what? I'll just say um, this is kind of a general one, but um, I think it's just a cool opportunity that's uh, that's happened for some of uh, our mutual friends. Um, we've got a lot of friends who've just like put out these like Netflix fifteen minute specials, mm-hmm. and I think that um, I don't know like how much they're promoting those like around town or whatever. But I feel like, you know, it's a big break for all those guys and girls who got that. So definitely check out, um, uh, like off the top of my head, uh, you know, uh, Sam J, uh, Jack Knight, Tim Dillon. Um, uh, there's a, there's a handful, uh, Michelle Buteau. They're all really funny comics, and they all have their 15-minute specials on Netflix. So I'll just say go check that out. It's something easy to do off the top of my head exactly. that, that you can support. And Sam J just put an album out as well. She did Donna's so Daughter. I need to, I need to get a, that. Yeah, have you got that? Did you movie. buy that? Uh, no. I, I will buy that 100%. Yeah, Sam yeah. J is incredibly talented, super yeah. funny. New, newest writer for SNL and uh, I think about to go into her second season. So Yeah, yeah and she, I mean, she's just a monster on stage. She's so funny and and raw and man just so truthful and good that's great so there you go plug your own shit now if you want just kill tony and uh, my podcast jeremiah wonders and you can find all my stuff on social media under at jeremiah stand up and uh last thing are you gonna get back out there and uh drop in when your arm's better i I want to but it's gonna be a little bit uh this is uh really uh really shifted and affected some stuff um and and you know i think it's gonna take a while for me to get my arm back to 100 percent. like because dude i'm super physical on stage and uh it's been you know it's been a very humbling experience and uh i have i still have a lot of way to go with (laughs) physical therapy so it's yeah they said i mean i'll see the doctor on thursday this week 
and they he will tell me like how far along I am because first I heard six weeks, but then the physical therapist said, yeah, six weeks like without the sling, yeah, but twelve weeks without sports, and I was like, what? Oh wow. So I might be out for way Another, longer than I'd wow, like. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm happy that you're uh, at least got that cast off. Oh, and, dude, uh, yeah, I'm super know, grateful. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you didn't break your break your skull. You know, you're still alive. That's I'll get back out there. I don't know if I'll I'll be dropping in necessarily whenever I'm cleared for a while. Yeah. it'll probably take a while for me to to get back up to that. But dude, I wasn't whenever we were just skating like around and yeah. like even rocking a fakie and all that other stuff. Like I wasn't getting hurt at all. Like yeah. I just I just made a a bit of a dumbest mistake so you bit off more than you could chew yeah man all right brother well there you go it's jeremiah watkins walking out of here a true champion thanks for having me buddy